Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Praise God. Why don't you turn and smile at somebody and say, you know what? You look awesome today. In the house of the Lord. Yeah. to see all of you here today you ought to you ought to give your hand yourself a hand of praise and applause today you survived the time change I don't know if this messes with you as much as it does me but I was somehow made a mistake and set my alarm for four o'clock this morning and about halfway here, I looked at the clock in my truck and I got mad at myself. I thought, what are you doing? But I needed to be here. And uh, I hope that uh, before we leave here today, you will have been touched by the word of the Lord. We are so glad to be with God's people. I, I enjoy being here more than I do anywhere else all of my friends, my family. I love being with my church family. Amen. Amen. You are wonderful people, and I believe you deserve praise today for your faithfulness. Yeah, it's all right to brag on yourself every once in a while. Sometimes you're the only one that will. Go with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 119. I want to read two verses, three verses of Scripture in the 119th Psalm. If you know anything about your Bible, you are aware that the 119th Psalm is the longest chapter in the entirety of the Word of God, and it is focused on one thing, and it... Uh, opens to us an understanding of this one thing that if we ever grasp the importance of it, uh, it will radically change our lives. Verse 29 reads like this. He said, thy testimonies are wonderful. Everybody say they're wonderful. Thy testimonies. What is a testimony? A testimony is a witness to the truth or validity of something. And so his word is used in reference to his testimony. That this is my word to you. This, these are my works where I have proven all that I will say. And I have proven, proven it in so many ways. And when you consider that, the testimonies of the Lord are wonderful. Therefore doth my soul keep them. Verse number 130. He said, the entrance of thy words giveth 
light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, thirsted, desired, for I longed for thy commandments. I want to talk to you for a little while this morning about the doorway of opportunity. The doorway of opportunity. Everybody said amen. amen. Say, Lord, help the poor preacher today. You're, 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 you're okay to sit down now. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. There is nothing more powerful or more needed in our life than the Word of God. When you read the Word, you find out so quickly how important it is to your everyday life. It is so important that an entire chapter, the longest chapter in the Bible, consists of Uh, reminders of the importance of the Word of God. For in fact, the 119th Psalm is nothing more or less than an expose of that Word and what it means, what it symbolizes, what it is in reference to. The Word is referred to often as a law. But please do not make the mistake of relegating that to only the Ten Commandments. For there is much more to that law than ten thou shalt not. As a matter of fact, the word commandment or law that is used here actually refers to instruction. It is a teaching. It is a means of giving you something that you don't have in order to help you live the life that you are living. Instruction is the word that expresses what the word of God is to be in my life. It is an ordering, a training, a teaching, a directing, a coaching It is the law that is given to me not as a harsh, cruel, lifeless edict, but as a life-giving source of power to my life. It is a mosaic of divine love. It is a living, powerful, effective, helping, lifting, life-giving word. And it was given to us to be a source of joy and rejoicing and gladness. And if you ever look at the Word as anything other than that, you are missing its primary importance. It is not a highlighting of what you cannot do. It is an enlightening of what you are enabled to do through the power of the Word, when you believe the Word, when you live the Word, when you speak the Word, when you allow that Word to do its work. It is a precept. Everybody say a precept. That is rhapsodized in poetry. It is a principle, a guideline, an instruction 
that is inspired and infused with power and it's given to us as a song. Law transfigured to love. It is a demand that has been elevated to desire. It is an edict that is replaced with emotion. It is a fact that is matched with fervor. It is an enforcement made easy by the enjoyment that you gain from doing what that word commands. It is the foundation of life. And the wise man or the wise woman will build on it. And when properly understood, hear me today, when properly understood, there is a bond that it forms in your life, not as chains, but as a magnet that draws you towards something of greater power than yourself. It is an attraction of love. It is, in fact, a love story that God has written to humanity. And it is His exposure of Himself and what He will do and what He has commanded to be a part of your life if you understand and embrace it. Everybody say the word. The word. 173 times out of the 176 verses, the word is mentioned. The word is mentioned. There are eight synonyms that are given in the 119th Psalm for the word of God. It is called the Torah, the Edah, the Pikul, the Chad, the Mistah, the Mispat, the Debar, the Impreth. All of those are simple synonyms which mean the law or the testimony or the witness or the demonstration, the precept, the principle, the guideline, the statute, the acts, the decrees, the commands, the orders, the charges, the judgments, the decisions, the appointments. It's the word and it is that word that gives our life the power that we need to overcome. Somebody say the word. It is a promise. Everybody say it is a promise. It is an assurance. It is a guarantee. And it is irrevocable. Amen. It cannot be changed. It cannot be altered. You will never find one area of it deficient. It does not need an addition. It simply needs obedience. And when you submit to the Word, and when you embrace that Word, and when you speak that Word, and when you believe that Word, something powerful happens in your life. Somebody said that the 119th Psalm is a lullaby by which a troubled soul may be softly and sweetly hushed to rest. And it is this word that points directly to that word that was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of mercy, full of grace, full of truth. And we know him today through the power of the Holy Ghost. If you have the Holy Ghost today, clap your hands to the Lord and let's give him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
the man or woman who understands the power of the word and the power that is in the word will be happy and they will be victorious in their life. When that word is understood and when it is embraced, it will affect your walk. It will impress your will to do the right thing and it will direct your path into the right way of life. It gives purpose. Everybody say purpose. It gives meaning to my life. It helps me understand who I am and who God created me to be. It helps me understand what God wants to know or wants me to know about Him. And it helps me to understand what God has planned for my life. It is an unraveling of that story of victory and conquering, overcoming and and putting down all of the enemies that would rise in your life. It gives you purpose. It gives you power to conquer. It gives you the ability to go on when nothing else can be done but going on. The Word of God enables you to do just that. Amen. Sometimes all that I've had is a word. And that's what kept me going. That's what brought me back to this pulpit time and time again. It wasn't because of what I felt. It wasn't because of what I saw. It wasn't because of what I knew. It was because of what I had heard from the Word of God. It is what God had spoken to me and He had spoken to this church and it has brought me to this place to stand on that Word and declare it to be true. And claim it to be mine. Somebody say there's power in the word. There's power in the word. There's power to cleanse me. There's power to correct me. There's power to control me. Amen. The value of the word of God. Priceless. Priceless. And it can be proven. It works. How do you know it works? Because I'm looking at a congregation of people that would not be where you are right now if it had not been for the Word of God that came into your life. You would not be lifting hands to praise Him. You used to lift bottles. You used to lift needles. You used to lift other things. But today, your hands are free and open. And they are lifted up to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. All because one day there was an intersection in your life with the Word of God. Come on, let's praise Him together right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Word of God offers us the greatest opportunities in life. As a matter of fact, it is what helps us align our hearts in the right direction. I have a, I don't know if you can see it, but it is a paper clip that I've straightened out. It's made out of steel of some kind. And uh, it has inside this small piece of metal, there are molecules that have the ability 
to be realigned. As it is right now, it has no power to hold itself up. By itself, the molecules that are in this according to science are in disarray as it is right now. That's why when you let go, it falls to the earth. Because there is chaos. You don't see it, but wrapped inside this little piece of metal is chaos and disorder and disarray. But there is something that can change that. There is something that when it is brought in contact with it will real order and realign the molecules or, or the dipoles, that's what they are called, and it's a magnet. And you can take a magnet and bring it close to that and all of a sudden what it could not do, it has the ability to do. What it was unable to do in its own it is able to do now because it is in contact with something that is ordered. It's in contact with something that is correct and in a perfect alignment. And so it is that when this piece of metal comes in contact with this magnet, its life is changed. It's no longer confused and disordered. But suddenly on the inside, you don't see it, but those molecules, those dipoles, they begin to align themselves properly. And if you can envision it, they are pointing toward the North Star. They're pointing toward the North Pole because that's how... God ordered these things to be. And that magnet is what the Word of God is to my life. When I come to Him, I'm like this. When I come to Him, my life is in disarray. I have no sense of purpose. I have no sense of being. I have no sense of worth. The world has told me that I was a mistake. The world has told me that I'll never make it. The world has told me that I'm a failure. The drugs have told me that I'm unworthy to be on this earth. But when I come into the presence of God and there is that divine attraction that takes place in my life, life all of that confusion and all of that disarray suddenly moves into alignment and if I leave this this piece of metal in contact with this long enough guess what happens it begins to take on the temperament of what it had been attached to. That's why it's so important to come to church. That's why it's so important to fellowship with the family of God. Because when you come into the house of God and the word is declared, it was, de it was declared the entirety of this service by song. We lifted up the word. We praised and magnified the God of that word. And we don't realize it, but when we come in here, we're confused. When we come in here, our mind is troubled. When we come in here, our hearts are overwhelmed. When we come in here, we're burdened down with things that we, we can't seem uh, 
to get any bearing on life. When we come into the house of God, oftentimes our mind is so troubled, we don't even know if we're going to make it or not. But all of a sudden, there is this something that happens when the Spirit of God begins to interact with my life. And what I could not do a moment ago, all of a sudden there is order in my life and I see clearly and I understand clearly and I know what I need to do. And when I stay there long enough, I start taking on the characteristics of what I am attached to. Now that principle works on other things as well. There are some people that are addicted to chaos. They're addicted to madness. I remember a woman that was in a church where we were assisting at one time. She was paranoid about everything. She imagined more ills than Carter had pills for. One day she woke up and her husband spoke gently to her and the dog didn't get in the way and hadn't torn anything up overnight. Everything went perfectly. She didn't mess up the breakfast. She didn't mess up the coffee. It was like, who am I? Am I in the right house? And because of what she had been attracted to so long in her life, she reverted back to the panic. And she calls her sister-in-law in a panic. And her sister-in-law thinks that something bad has happened in the house. Something's happened to her husband or her child or something tragic has taken place. And when she finally got her calmed down, her comment was, there's nothing wrong. But that's what's wrong. There's nothing wrong. And some of us sitting on these pews today are so comfortable with that. We're so comfortable living in that chaotic, confused, disordered life that we don't know how to function unless things are crazy. But I want to come today to declare to you that there is a doorway of opportunity that is open to your life that will allow you to change this to this. That will allow you to move from that disorder and that chaos and that darkness to a place where there is light and understanding and revelation and there's communication where God is speaking into your life things that will build you up and help you become what He wants you to be. Praise God. Somebody say it works. When this steel comes under the influence of the magnet for any length of time, something wonderful and powerful, transformational takes place. And that is an ability, an order, an alignment begins to take place.
Some of us just need to get back in contact with the Word. And all that confusion and disorder that is in our life would begin to dissipate. All of those misaligned pieces in your life and all of the confusion, when you get in contact with the Word, there is this alignment that takes place and there is order that comes and God rearranges your life. If your mind is troubled today, all you need is a little time in the Word. All you need is a little time with the Word. If your heart is distressed, if your heart is burdened down if your life is confused all you need is a little time with the word all you need is a season in his presence amen the psalmist said that in his presence there's what? fullness of joy that indicates to me that when there's a fullness of something, there's no void. There's no emptiness. There's no vacancy. That's the problem with a lot of people's lives. They've got vacant rooms all the time. And the enemy comes knocking. Can I stay overnight? Well, you know, I do have an extra room here. But when you get in the presence of the Lord, There's a fullness. There's no room for fear. There's no room for doubt. There's no room for worry. There's no room for anxiety. When you get into the presence of the Lord, your most troublesome fear, all of a sudden God gives you clarity and understanding. This is what you need to do. This is how you need to live. This is what will change your situation. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. That's what God's Word will do to your life and to mine. It brings order. Everybody say order. 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 It is what enables us to lift our hands according to the psalmist in 119. It is what protects us. It is what empowers us. It is what gives us the potential to be all that God created us to be. That Word that is settled. It will quell your fears and it will quicken your faith. It will guide you. It will guard you. It will gladden you. It will bestow life and it will banish loneliness. And most importantly, the psalmist said, at the entrance of thy word, there is light. Oh yes, at the entrance. He said, your instructions, your word is a doorway through which light shines into my heart. That word becomes a doorway for me to enter into the mercies of God. Some of us don't really understand the mercies of God. We don't understand the grace of God. 
we're afraid to talk about it in Pentecostal round because we're afraid of being labeled something. But I don't care what you label me. I believe in the grace of God. None of us would be here except for the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. I can do what I do by the grace of God. It isn't because of anything that I've done. And it's not an excuse for me to keep doing what I've been doing wrong. It is an empowerment and an enablement that tells me you're better than that. You were created for better things than that. I made you for a higher purpose than that. His word is a doorway. It's a doorway. It's a doorway. It's a pathway to some, it's a pathway to opportunity, a, a blessing and change and transformation. The word, when it comes, the entrance of thy word. And I like the way the psalmist said, at the entrance of thy word. It indicates to me that there's a possibility you could block that word, that you could you, you, you could ignore the opportunity or you could ignore the invitation of the word. It is very possible that you and I would rather have darkness than light. It is possible that we are more comfortable in the confines of our shadows. What we don't understand, what we don't know, we're not comfortable coming into the light. Brother Hughes, I'm not comfortable feeling good about myself. Well, let me tell you something. God feels good about you even when you're not at your best. Why? Because he created you to be a worshiper of him. He created you to serve him. He created you to be like him. Yes. His word gives light. It literally means the doorway of your words. So when the word is preached, when the word is read, when the word is sang, when the word is worshipped, when the word is acknowledged, something happens. The door opens to my life. And there is an invitation of the Holy Spirit that said, come on. Come on into your potential. Come on into your possibility. I don't care what the world said about you. I don't care what your neighbor said about you. I don't care what your family said about you. I don't care what your mistakes have said about you. I want to invite you into a new way of life. I want to invite you into a new hope. I want to give you something worth living for. There's a door that's open to many of you today. And there's light beyond that door. Light of understanding and light of instruction and light that will help you know how to clean up the mess. You ever tried to clean a room up in the dark? I I dare you to go home and try it. Maybe not. Maybe some of you'd wake up with broken limbs if you went in there. But it's impossible to clean a room in the dark. It takes light to see what needs to be straightened and cleaned and put in its proper place. And he said, my word is that doorway to light. It is that doorway out of the darkness 
the darkness of fear, the darkness of doubt, the darkness of despair, the darkness of all of the fears that troubled you in your life. There's a doorway, just like that doorway right there, that when you open it, it invites you into a new setting, a new opportunity, and a new possibility. And that's what God's Word has been and is to your life. It is a doorway. And all it's waiting on is for somebody to push that, to open that handle, to turn that knob and move through into that new dimension of life. His Word is a doorway to power and deliverance. His Word is a doorway to light. Amen. I can live in that light. Peter writing to the New Testament church said that we are a chosen generation. We're a royal priesthood. And he said, we have been called that we might show forth the praises of him who hath what? Who hath called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. I like that word called. Hey! Come on over. Hey, come on in. That's what I felt like the Word has been doing all day. Since the very first song, the Word has been saying, Hey, confused, come on in. Hey, troubled, come on in. Hey, worried, come on in. Hey, anxious, come on in. Hey, failure, Hey, sinner, come on in. There's righteousness. There's peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Come on in. Come on. Yeah, come on. That's right. Come on in. Step into that door. Take advantage of that opportunity today. Come on, let's stand to our feet right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes, the Bible said it gives understanding. To the simple. Many times we are too clever for the word. We have all the reasons why it shouldn't work. Instead of just trying it and seeing that it does work. Brother Hughes, I don't know if he can forgive me. Try him. I don't know if he loves me. Try him. He's calling you. I don't know what you're struggling with today. I don't know what you came in. Maybe you're just worried about time change. You're just all anxious and tied up and wired up because they've messed up your life again. Some of you are troubled about more than that. Some of you are facing things that you don't have answers for. You're looking at situations in your life and your family that seem hopeless. There's a word that's calling. The word is calling. Come out of the darkness. Come out of the fear. Come out of the depression. Come out of the doubt. Come out of the worry. Come out of the anxiety. 
Over the last few years, there has been a great troubling of our world. And I know, and you do, I'm sure as well, that it is the end time that we live in. But one of the things that I have noted that has happened within the church is a rise in anxiety, fears over the least little thing, worry, stress. Why? Because we don't know. We don't know. But let me talk to you today for a moment about somebody that does know. And he said, you can trust me. You can walk with me. And when you walk with me, you will walk in light, not darkness. You won't have to worry about what's going to happen next. Read the end of the book. Read it. Don't just let it be something that occupies furniture space in your house. Let it become the source of your power, the source of your strength. Let it become that light that helps guide you through these chaotic times. If you've got trouble in your family today, I invite you to the Word. I'm not asking you to come to me. I can't do anything about you or your situation. I'm asking you to come to the Word. I'm asking you to reach out like I am this bottle of water and embrace it. God, you said it. I believe it. You said it. I'm going to obey it. You said it. I'm going to trust it. You said it. I will begin declaring it in my life. Some of you need to do that right now. You need to open your mouth and begin declaring the word of the Lord. I shall live and not die. I shall not die but live. I I am not going down in this distress. I am not going under by these troubles. Come on, the word is calling you right now. I don't know what you need from him. I don't know what the word is speaking to you specifically about today, but I know it's calling us, saying, come on. Come on, I'm calling you to order. I'm calling you to discipline. I'm calling you forth out of the fear and into the light. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Everybody in the building ought to be moving toward an altar of some kind right now. Everybody. Everybody ought to be moving toward an altar of some kind. Come on. The Word. I will declare the Word. I will speak the Word. I will claim the Word. I will live the Word. I will stand on the Word. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord, today. The Word that never fails. The Word that will not die. The Word that will not fail. The Word that will not lie. It will not lie. It will not lie. Oh, Lord, it is impossible for God to lie. Oh, God, there is nothing that is too hard for you, Lord. 
There is nothing that is impossible with you. I speak that over my job today. I speak that over my children today. I speak that over my home today. I speak it over my marriage. I speak it over my fears. I speak it over the doubts in my heart. The worries in my mind. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Lord, today, 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 you give us the power. The power to rise up. The power to go on. The power to live. Hallelujah. 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 The word. The word. The word lives. The word is alive. It's powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, how you love me, Lord. Oh, how you care. Yes, you do, Lord. Yes, you do, Lord. Yes, you do.